You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are back doing MLB and NFL at the same time. I want to thank everybody uh, yesterday who downloaded and listened to the first DFS NFL show of the season officially we already had more downloads on that show yesterday than we did on any show last season so i just want to say thank you to all the listeners here you're so loyal you must all be italian like me that's how loyal this crew is i love this (laughs) and uh chris i'm very excited about nfl season but today's mlb and uh, unfortunately yesterday the one piece of chalk that we all felt we could all just hold on to real tight and everything would be safe it's like a little binky or a little blanky Zach Greinke got rained out, and it became a complete and utter free-for-all. Yeah, it did. At least we knew about that before, you know, early enough before 7 o'clock. We had about a half an hour to adjust lineups, and we'll probably have to deal with some weather today, too. So you're going to need to be on top of uh, top of things, lineups. Um, follow us on Twitter, follow LineStar, and, and, you know, just continue to check out the app because – we could get some cancellations today, and that'll that'll you'll have to make some adjustments. You, you really will. But overall, yesterday was a decent day, and you know, from the parlay standpoint, you know, uh, I think I gave out this four game parlay on the overs, and we got a lot of them. That's for sure. Toronto scored a ton of runs. Boston and Cleveland, we got that at the very end. Cincy, Washington, the over, and of course, you know, just another day at the office for the Yankees against the Orioles, who have now allowed the most home runs ever by an American League team, two hundred forty eight. And no, we're just, not even in yeah. September yet. Nope. No, we're not. We're not even halfway through August yet. It's unbelievable. And it's funny because yesterday Peralta wasn't in. So my home run call wasn't available. So Dan emailed me and said, uh, hey, you got a replacement home run call because, you know, we can put out the segment, but we, you know, yeah. he's not playing. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, give me, I was like, I want a Yankee. I was like, give me Aaron Judge because, you know, those Yankees. And then as soon as I emailed it and then I, I got in the pool with the kids in the afternoon, as I said, I was going to do. and. And I was like, you know what? I probably should have gone Glaber. I was like, eh, I'm not going to get out and, and email him back. Because like Torres just crushes them. Well, guess what? I should have. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's got 13 of his 26 home runs now have come against Baltimore. I believe I saw yesterday. Don't quote me, but I'm 99.9% sure that he's got two more games against Baltimore to get one more home run, which would tie Lou Gehrig for the most home runs ever by a team in this season. It's unbelievable what he's doing. And they finally just like they Gary Thorne, the Orioles broadcast, like he's been, I've actually watched every video of Glaber Torres home run and he's just nauseam yesterday. But the fact that all four of the runs or or three of the four anyway, uh, came off home runs. For the Rangers on the other side, it was Odor, it was Calhoun, and Mazzara. And what did we talk about? It was like, let's get those lefties in there. Let's get Mazzara. Let's get Calhoun. Let's get those guys. So really, if you just kind of stuck with that game that we talked about yesterday and the way we talked about it, you're probably pretty good. If you had that in Mitch Keller, you did all right. But outside of that, man, it was a rough night, man. Did yeah. anybody else get a W? No, not one starting pitcher got a W outside of Keller yesterday, right? Yeah, that was that was he it. He was the only starting pitcher, Feedy. Feedy was the other one. I and think maybe Kelly. 
Merrill Kelly maybe My got God, one. Merrill Kelly got the win. Uh, but he still, but he still like gave up five. five yeah, runs. <laughs> you were you you weren't rolling him out there. So I mean, no. the Jays are hot. They I believe they've won ten of their last twenty two games, twenty to twenty one games. Like that seems like it's not hot, but for a team that was you know the worst, they're they're fifteen seventy two. They've scored the fourth most run, most runs in baseball over the last month now with that big nineteen spot last night. But um, I mean, again, Bichette four for six the top of the order three runs scored Crazy. i mean he's he's making things happen a lot of the guys are are you know jury hit another grand slam i believe he's got a four this year unbelievable stuff it's all he hits is grand slams i mean for a guy who's hitting 232 he's got you know close to five grand slams this year it's pretty remarkable but yeah the jays are hot you got to keep an eye on them that now they're super expensive but you know again over on the fandal side there's a little on bit vandal, of they're not, not really. on fandal yeah, it's still yeah. very very i would say manageable is the best Absolutely. way to describe them all right so that was yesterday today's a new day yes it is so let's get after it and let's start with jason vargas at home in philadelphia against jose quintana now look there's a good chance this one's going to have some rain and some issues in it so i don't i don't want to spend too much time on it because i just don't think it's gonna i mean we've seen some of the Weather already talked about some flash floods in the Philadelphia area. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe it's one of these things where it good. comes to certain. It doesn't look great, but, you know, if it's on the slate, the one thing I'll say is Chris Bryant starting to heat up a little bit. I think it's a good matchup for him. I like him and Cassianos on the FanDuel side. Uh, but it, tonight, just generally speaking, if you're not going to pay attention to some weather, if you're, like, not going to be at the computer or at your phone or something, this is a tricky night. So just just be ready. Be ready to commit if you're going to be playing tonight for sure. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, on the, on the Philly side, it's the same old, same old, man. I just trust nobody. You're right. throwing the lefty out there. So my eyes immediately go to guys, you know, like Scott Kingery, who's three, three, like a Gene Segura, who's three. Uh, yeah. You're getting huge discounts on those guys. You could take a shot if indeed this game gets played. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I mean, the Cubs are all of a sudden a team that I want to stack against a left-handed pitcher and it's Castellanos, <laughs> it's Bryant and it's bias, but yeah, you're going to have to be cautious of this game tonight. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wood. Uh, lefty taking on uh, Joe Ross over in Washington. This also kind of is in that region potentially as well. There's going to be some uh, potential weather there. Uh, it seems like the precipitation rate is going to be a little bit lower there. But uh, looking forward in this one, uh, Alex Wood. You know, this was a guy that historically in his career who's had some moments where he's had some runs where he's looked really, really good. You know, he's had some runs with the Dodgers where you're like, wow, Alex Wood's so good. He even had some runs early in his career with the Braves. Is he the one of these guys now that he's back that you take a look and you think the ownership is low just because, you know, people just he hasn't pitched most of the year. So if you go back and look at the the outings here, the last outing against Chicago was short, obviously, with only three innings in that one. But the one before that was six and two thirds with five strikeouts and a walk. And he got the W. So is there any intrigue here uh, with him against the Nationals tonight? Not yet for me. I do like Wood. I've always been a fan of, you know, his command, you know, for a guy, even this year so far, 1.88 walks per nine, but usually for his career rate is 2.55. That's not bad. A career ground ball rate that's sitting at 49%, not bad. Those are reasons why I like him. And a career ERA that's 3.34, you know, just under a thousand innings. So, I mean, he's a solid pitcher. I don't feel like he's fully stretched out just yet. And we may, you know, this game, these first two games, I think are just, are just traps because of the weather. So I think this is another one that could, you know, end up you know, getting postponed. But Wood, I'm not completely there yet on Wood, but I am intrigued. Uh, I, I definitely somebody I, yeah. I, I want to roll out. I wish Joe Ross on the other price, side has been okay yeah. too. I wish the Fanduel price was on the DK side. Like if he was seven yeah. six on DK, he'd be a great secondary guy tonight. If this game was looking good yeah. for weather. By the way, I also want to mention Arrestus Aquino 
Oh, another 3.9 on FanDuel tonight. Still hasn't hit four, but he did hit another dong another, yesterday. Another bomb yesterday. He's got, Ugh. yeah, 12 in his first. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's seven. It is. It is. And you know what else is unbelievable to me? I mean, again, possibly some uh, some rain, some issues here in this one. But Gleber Torres against the Orioles tonight is just 3.6 on FanDuel. Yeah. Aquino's <laughs> so, eight homers through the first 12 games. Most ever. Yeah, it's, it's unreal crazy. what he's doing. Yeah, and, and he, go into he only has like one single. Everything else oh, yeah. is a homer. I don't, know, I don't know what's crazier right now, but I think as you transition to this Yankees game, man, look at it. Torres at three six. I don't know how you just don't automatically he should be hundred percent owned. He should be a hundred. He just should be. I mean, at this point, and Judge, I you know I keep coming back to Judge, and the reason I keep coming back to Judge is I feel like, do you feel like we just haven't had that Judge stretch yet this season? Yeah, no, we haven't. And I feel like it's, all. I feel like winter is coming here and I feel like we're, cause he's getting his hits, you know what yeah. I mean? And he's walking a ton. So, so he's getting you points. He's, he's, he's in there. He's, he's mixing it up. It's just a matter of like, oh, I'm waiting for that stretch where he just explodes. And I don't know if it's tonight against John means. Maybe it is. There's another lefty too. So look at it. Judge in this lineup at four over on FanDuel. Looking at Sanchez at four, uh, looking at Torres. You can go with that Yankee stack. Now Didi's going to get bumped down. Uh, out of that four spot against the lefty, but really on the DK side too, I mean, judges four, four Sanchez, four, three Torres, four, four. So, I mean, it's all these guys are under five. I mean, they're just kind of begging for it again, aren't they? Yeah, they they really are. There's no reason for me to think that the Yankees won't, you know, hit a couple home runs or this game won't go over. I mean, we've, again, I said off the top of the show, both games yesterday, the double hitter, they both went over. It's, it's just like layups from the betting standpoint. And you look at the fly ball rate for, for means. I mean, we've liked means this year, but he has been a little lucky. I mean, he's got a 53% fly ball rate. Lefties do a 49% righties do against him. So there's going to be an opportunity again for some of these guys to, you know, mash a couple more home runs. Yeah. Instead of the top and of the show, it's an opportunity for Herman and if opportunity for Herman tonight too, to get a W. Always yeah. A big... yeah. Like the, I feel like in terms of his price too, at nine, six on FanDuel as a standalone arm, I kind of like him tonight. Uh, he's 10 at DK. It's a little bit more expensive, but the other guy I want to point out, Anthony Santander, another yes. dinger yesterday, 3.1. Yes. I don't look, I'm trying, I'm trying to like throw the flag up on this guy every show we have. And this is another opportunity for him tonight at three, one as a lineup builder to put him in there on FanDuel. I think you're crazy. If you don't, let's move on to Texas versus the blue Jays who put up just a ton of runs yesterday. So Bo Bichette, on FanDuel, 3.9, Biggio, 3.4, Vlad Guerrero, 3.3, Grichuk, 2.8, Smoke, 2.6. These guys are absolutely on fire right now, okay? So you can go all in on these Blue Jays. The thing is, it's Lance Lynn tonight. So does that give you the hesitation? I think it's going to give a lot of people hesitation because Lance Lynn's been pretty good this year. But are we at a point now where we're just buying into the Blue Jays? I think we should just buy into the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, Lance Lynn, okay. will, pro- Lance Lynn will probably have a pretty good start, but I'm not going to roll him out there at 11-3. I mean, we just said at the top of the show, again, this is a top four offense in baseball over the last month. It's no surprise. Do you roll him out on 10-3? Do you roll him out at 10-3 on FanDuel? I know DK is expensive, but... As your solo, yeah, I, do, I don't mind that. The, the thing is, Lance Lynn will get you a few strikeouts. I mean, he's been pretty consistent this year in terms of, of punch outs. I mean, 10.34K per nine over 155 innings, limiting the walks for the most part, keeping the ball on the ground. You know, looking at his game log, it's it's been about 7 to 10. I mean, 8, 10, 8, 12, 11, 10. Like, those are, those are a few outings in his last seven. So he's probably going to get to that mark again. 
I just don't want to test the Jays. Like I will take the Jays again on their team implied total if it's four and a half. And it's probably going to be three and a half, to be honest with you. Looking at Vegas, they're giving them 4.4 right now. So I, I, pro- I honestly I probably won't go there with Lance Lynn. I, he's just a little bit too expensive for me. I, I feel like he'll be okay, but this, this Jays team's hot. And it's it starts with Bo atop the lineup. He's just making things happen and then setting the table for the rest of the squad. Yeah, I'm going to fade the Texas Rangers all together too tonight. Just just collectively uh, last night we were all over him against the righty uh yeah it's known starting this one so yeah it just it just is it's just the way they are all right this next one this is the money maker right here because you got chris sale taking on mike clevenger in cleveland and when i'm looking at this one to tell you like you know i, I know a lot of people are going to look and say well it's sale whatever and sale you're getting a discount 200 dollars less on FanDuel for them they're very comparable 200 dollars less on dk so 10 7 10 9 uh, compared to 10, 7, 10, 9 on, excuse me, 10, 7, 10, 9, and then 10, 5, 10, 7 over on FanDuel. So very close in price, but I'll take the $200 premium for Clevenger. Clevenger over his last five starts has five Ws. Clevenger over his last five starts has been absolutely just brilliant. And, you know, there's been some blowups with Chris Sale where, you know, you look at the Clevenger line over the last 33 innings, he's got 43 strikeouts, eight walks, giving up just 25 hits. He's got W's in every single one of them. He's gone seven innings, three of them, and six or more in the other two. I don't, I don't know. At this point, I just feel more comfortable, believe it or not, in Mike Clevenger. And I think this is one of those rare times where a 50-50 game I actually want a piece of because I think I just trust Clevenger more than I trust Sale, who goes eight innings and then three and two-thirds. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, it's fair. And Cleveland, too, league best record since June 3rd, 43-17. and 17. Um, you know, I completely counted them out at that point. I thought they were finished, but the offense is rolling and their, their pitching staff is, has been great led by a guy like Mike Clevenger. So yeah, I'll probably go back and forth. Maybe I'll take a share of one of each, to be honest with you. I feel like this game is going to be under, I'm definitely going to fade the offenses, but yeah, if I had to pick one, it would be Clevenger. I'm with you because Chris sale has just been too inconsistent. He just, you're, you're right. You said everything. He hasn't been going deep into ball games. He's been, he's, he's been walking guys. I mean, his last two, he didn't walk anyone, but before that three walks, three walks, home runs 22 home runs allowed so far this year is not very chris sale yeah he has not been sale no, he got he paid been. and ever since he got paid he has not been sale yeah, <clears throat> yeah. i don't know what don't... you want to look into that or just a coincidence but it is what it is yeah for sure <clears throat> all right clayton kershaw against miami uh and look you got to pay a lot for this one okay <laughs> yeah, this is the most expensive i think kershaw has yeah. been all year and look and rightfully so because it's a soft lineup in a giant ballpark and kershaw is at 12 that's a lot for me. I just think it's unnecessary tonight. So I'm fading Kershaw, Kershaw in favor of Clevenger. Now, if you just want the really, really safe cash game arm with Kershaw, it's fine. He's 11-8 on DK. I get it. I think it's really hard to do it on DraftKings. I think on FanDuel, you can make it work um, just because of some of those guys that we mentioned in the Blue Jays game. If you get into the Grichicks of the world and the Smokes of the world who are under three and you get more than one of those guys that you believe can have a decent night, then you can get into the Kershaw business. Otherwise, it's kind of tough everywhere. Yeah, it is tough. I mean, Fandley's 12. There's a $1,300 gap between him and Mike Clevenger over there. And then on DraftKings, he's 11.8. And there's a $500 gap between him and Lance Lynn. So I understand the pricing as well. I mean, he just faced Miami four outings ago. He went six, struck out 10, six scoreless, only allowed two hits. He's been very, very good at home. Slightly different on the road. It's If you can get there on Fandle for cash, sure, but... I don't think he has that that upside as as a guy as Clev- like Clevenger has or or Granky if you can fit him in on the later slate or what, whatever you're doing there. Uh, I don't think he has that same type of upside to be honest with you. I don't feel like the str- 131 strikeouts, 130 innings. That's not 
that's not the Kershaw of, of old. That no, you're after, that but you it's still a very good picture. It's, oh, it's all about fine. the moment tonight. Yeah, Dodgers yeah, are going to win, going to get a W. Like, yeah. It's, it it's is fine. the safest cash game play. I just yes. don't think it's one of these ones you want to throw in a tournament. Because I don't think you'll be able to afford enough offense to make it work. That's all. You know, it's right. not one of these like crossover ones. Uh, Detroit at home. Matt Boyd coming off a bad start. A bad, bad start again. Bad <laughs> Which I look at as opportunity because this Detroit lineup has been scoring runs in the last month. The month of August has been pretty decent for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, I'm not sure how it's happening. It's smoke and it's mirrors. Yeah. But they're scoring runs, and they're going to score runs against Kikuchi tonight. Uh, I actually like Cabrera as a lineup builder. He's 3-7 on DK. Boyd is 10-3, and Boyd is 10-4 on FanDuel. Uh, Cabrera's at 3. Brandon Dixon's at 3. I think this is one of those sneakier lineups tonight that you can get a, a hold of because I do think they're going to beat up on Kikuchi. Uh, this Seattle Mariner lineup, we talked about it. They Nobody's struck out more than them over this month of August so far. And Matt Boyd is in a terrific spot coming off a bad start where I think it'll scare some ownership. So to me, Matt Boyd is in GPP money in the bank tonight, potentially. Yeah, I like Matt Boyd, too. Um, He's in. Yeah, I agree. He's in a really good spot today. You mentioned the Seattle and what they're doing, you know, and even overall on the season against lefties, 26 percent strikeout rate is the highest in baseball. So it's just a bad spot for them all together. Lately, they're striking out the most overall against lefties. They're striking out the most. So and and I don't know if anyone will actually be on Detroit. I feel like people will be silly enough. This is a this is an example of being too key with your lineup. I've already had a couple people, you know, reach out to me and hey, what about Kikuchi tonight against the Tigers at five? Oh, no. looking at it just a little wrong. I, I'd go the other the way Tigers with lately. Boyd. Yeah, I'd go the other way with Boyd, and I would look to maybe attack him. And where are you going to do that? You could absolutely go with anybody in the Detroit lineup. Lefties and righties have crushed Kikuchi all year. They have very similar fly ball rates, very similar hard hit rates. So Miguel Cabrera is, is somebody that we've talked about over the past couple weeks is just a lineup builder. I like that call by you. And then Brandon Dixon and even Nico Goodrum. Those three right there, uh, I'll probably have some exposure tonight against Kikuchi. All right, Zach Wheeler, who's been very good in his own right lately, too. Uh, three W's in his last three starts as, as the Mets collectively, this is a big, big series. You know, they've got nothing but big series coming up. And I think this was the thought process, which is, Hey, we keep all of our pitches. We add another one and we can control our own destiny because the teams ahead of us are in our division. Like for the wild card, you're talking about the, you know, the Braves are talking about uh, the Phillies are talking about the, the The Washington nationals. Like they're all kind of in that mix. So why not just like play every game, like a playoff series. And this is going to be one too. Now, Zach Wheeler is better pitcher than Max Fried. I mean, there's let's not convince yes. about this. If you want to save a little money and you're afraid of the Clevenger game, I think Wheeler's the pivot, or you have that same lineup that you like a lot, and then you switch them out, and then you have some differential there with Wheeler. But over on DK tonight, there's just no way you don't want to get involved with Zach Wheeler. He's just 9.4. This is a gimme. I take this all day long with Zach Wheeler. He's been excellent. He's walked nobody in the last three starts. I think it's like 19 Ks, one walk over his last three. Just been brilliant. So on DK, oh, it's all the Zach Wheeler tonight. In tournaments, for sure. That's what 100%. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You take that 9.4, you'll get low ownership because it's the Braves. Um, I, I don't really like to roll a pitcher out against the Braves, but I don't mind it in this spot. It has to be an ace. I think Wheeler fits that bill. He's pitching and like an ace. He he is. I don't know, you know, that's the he, thing at this point. He, yeah, especially since he's been back, right? When he missed, he, you know, he missed a couple starts there. I think it was two weeks with an injury. Ever since he, mm-hmm. you know, he came back, he's been, yeah, he's been lights out. So, yeah, in tournaments, you take the discount and you roll him out there. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and I think he also takes some discounts there on Fanduel with JD Davis at three one, Wilson Ramos at two six. Uh, those are two guys to really target in terms of lineup builders as well. Let's move on uh, to Chase Anderson at home against Martin Perez. Uh, I'm looking for some runs in this one. Yeah, here we uh, go. Eddie Rosario is just three four. Um, hello. Um, yeah. what? Hello, <laughs> hello. Are you there? Yeah. I no, mean, come on, not. Fanduel. They're what are you doing there. here? Yeah, three four. Uh, he's going to have to go. <laughs> he's four nine on DK just for a reference point. Uh, also a DK to I mean, just pay through the nose for everybody in this game. Cause it's, it's so expensive. He got Sano at four nine. He got Ira at five. You got Yelich at five nine. Look, there's going to be runs in this one. Um, of course you're taking Nelson Cruz out of this lineup, which is never something I like to do. But uh, at the same time, is this too expensive for you, Chris, that you faded all together in terms of, when you have options, you have options like the Yankees tonight. You have options that, you know, even the Mets lineup or a couple other lineups have been hitting pretty well lately. Yeah, I I want to attack this game, I think, from both sides. It's going to be tough to, you know, roll out a top-end pitcher with, with these guys. Like, I don't know where That's the thing. Go. It's just hard. Like, There's too much it, it is big tough. pitching on the plate. You're right. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah, I mean, DraftKings, there's a couple punt plays like Marwin Gonzalez, even though he hasn't been good, 3-7. I mean, yeah, this is you just have to pay through the nose with everybody on Fanduel. Obviously, it's just a little bit easier. I mean, I can definitely get involved with Miguel Sano's price at three one. I mean, I think that's a great price. CJ Crone at three two on the other side here is only three four. Uh, Brian Braun's only three two. Like it's much easier to to get involved, and I think you want to even against Chase Anderson. He's got some pretty high fly ball rates and lefties forty eight percent fly ball rate, righties a forty eight percent hard hit rate. So again, it doesn't matter. Like. Eddie Rosario is certainly in play. Max Kepler's in play. Miguel Sano, righty lefty. Those are the three that I would spend up for. And it's actually on the Minnesota <laughs> side, not the, not the Brewers. All right. Garrett Cole. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. It's just, it's too much potential uh, offense tonight. And look, you go pivot to that, uh, that game uh, in Miami too, where Cody Bellinger is just like four, six, like he's, he's cheaper mm-hmm. than a lot of these guys, <laughs> you know, Strange. and that's just, you, you gotta, you gotta get involved there. Garrett Cole is at 12-7 on DK. I mean, I got I love him, but I gotta fade him tonight. I mean, I just that's just tough. It's too it's too expensive. <laughs> 12-7 is tough. I mean, he's worth it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I mean Jordan Alvarez is at 5-8 right now. Uh yeah. Springer's at 5-3. It's uh, it's just so expensive. And and I love it. It's gonna work. If you can find a way to somehow punt on other things responsibly, it's fine. But I just think that's a lot of yeah, it's know, tough to get a well-balanced squad in there. Yeah, if you're going Garrett Cole or if you're going two or three Astros, you're yeah. you're taking a Stars and Scrubs 12, approach. And that 12-4 on FanDuel. It's, there's no quarter anywhere in that game. All right, what about Jack Flaherty? He's 8.9 tonight, taking on Glenn Sparkman and the Royals. Uh, I Flaherty's been a guy that scared the hell out of me all year. The splits were wacky, uh, especially on the road. So uh, do we have we seen him turn the page a little bit or – we're getting into a false sense of security a little bit because I mean, look, the last three starts, nine strikeouts, nine strikeouts, 10 strikeouts. I feel like he's turned the corner and you look at the price. This is another guy tonight at 8.9 that it's hard not to like as a standalone pitcher. And he's just nine. I mean, you could put him and Wheeler together in a tournament on DK. And I think you could do pretty well tonight. Yeah. I, so I like Jack Flaherty is probably my favorite value. It's the same sort of deal as, you know, Wheeler, as you're talking about. You're getting a price discount. Both guys are coming in pretty hot. And let's be honest, Flaherty has the better matchup. So, he, yeah, he's been great. He's only allowed four runs in his last six. He just re- reeled off some of his strikeout numbers. He's up to 150 and 128 innings now. And he's, you know, he's he's done that against good teams. Like, look at the teams he's faced. His last right. three, Astros, 9K, only two runs through six. After that, the Cubs, only one hit allowed, seven scoreless. The outing before that. 
only four hits allowed, seven scoreless against the Dodgers. There's no reason for us to, you know, fade him here. Maybe he'll have a bad start because it's baseball. It happens. But this guy's coming in pitching the best he's pitched all year. And this is what we expected from him at the start of the season. So I love him tonight. I think it's a great spot. Plus, the cards are probably going to back him up a bit. 5.7 team implied total. The Orioles at 3.9. It's, you know, they're heavy favorites today, too. So he's got that going for him as well. All right, David Peralta, hopefully we'll be back in the lineup. He pinch hit last night. So he did get in the game, but he was my guy last night to go yard, but he wasn't playing. So uh, he's got John Gray tonight. John Gray's another of these guys. It is, there's your GPP thing. It's like, you know, sometimes he's good. He's been good at home, but it is Colorado. You could take your shot if you want to. At 7-3, I think on DK, a lot of people are going to take a shot on John Gray tonight. I just get that feeling, especially against Gallon, the, uh, the rookie. He's just 6.5 on FanDuel. I don't love it as much there. On DK, it makes more sense because if you want to get into this Colorado game, you might have to get into it this way because there's not a lot of those low-cost pitchers tonight. Like, even our favorite ones are guys like Flaherty, you know, who are like nine. (laughs) Or Zach Wheeler, who are nine. So, it's pretty tough there. But, look, it's the usual suspects. You know, it's it's the same stuff we talked about yesterday. Uh, Colorado, though, has not been Colorado, I feel like, all year. You know, like, you haven't really That's what I mean. Like, what about – would you roll out Gallon? Is it, it the one thing with him? Like he's been really no. good in his eight starts. I mean, two point four ERA. It's just he's walked twenty one guys. Well, that's the thing. You can't that's, walk guys oh, in yeah, Colorado because yeah, that's, that's like the one moment you do that and it's over. You know. Yeah, that's that's why I have a little pause too. Like six walks is last two. It's. Yeah, it's I'll a little, tell you who I am. You're right. Vegas is giving respect to Gray. I mean, these well, two his teams splits, had team his totals of seven it. plus. His last start and, at home wasn't very good, and that kind of burned people. But overall, in the season, the bigger picture, he has been good at home. Yeah. So I don't know when he was maybe maybe he's fighting a cold. Maybe the allergies were acting up. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't wasn't great recently at home. But the track record at home throughout the year was actually pretty decent. And look, people are going to take a shot. I'm telling you, yeah. it's going to happen tonight. The ownership is going to be pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I like it better on DraftKings than the standalone on FanDuel. I do not like it on standalone FanDuel. I think you're asking for way too much to go your way. But another guy on FanDuel is a standalone tournament arm is Bumgarner at home against the A's without a DH. I like this one too. Bumgarner at home has been just dominant this year. And this is another guy. I still can't believe that he's still a giant. Like, <laughs> just kind of looking know. up and I'm like, man, I can't believe they missed that window. What are the Giants thinking about? But if they went on whatever. that run. They thought they could make the playoffs. Oh, come on. They kept yeah, I know. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, murderer's row with Kevin Pillar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I Austin agree. Slater. I mean, Bumgarner checks in here. <laughs> Bumgarner checks in with a 3.08 ERA at home. To your point, uh, you know, opponent's average of 223. Lefty's only hitting 201 against him. So you take that, in my opinion, yeah, probably the Olsen best out of, this. out of the he's lineup. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, he's going to play, but it, it's not a great matchup for him. Um, and Matt Chapman hasn't been himself. And yeah, you're not going to get Chris Davis in the lineup. So yep. another another solid pitcher in this price range. So we got Bumgarner, Wheeler, and Flaherty mm-hmm. in and he's this price range. Both. I mean, he's, yeah. he's great on DK tonight, too. I, I think. And if you're going to isolate the late slate, too, he's the way to go. I mean, yeah. he's definitely the way to go to get in there. Trevor Williams against Griffin Canning. I got no love for this one. No. Same deal, though. The offense, um, Josh Bell is just the 3.8. Marte's a 3.7. Reynolds a 3.5. So that that middle stack for Pittsburgh, especially playing the late games, uh, that's something to get excited about. Um, and, you know, usual same thing, too. You're looking for the discount with Otani at 3.8. Upton's a 3.2. It's the middle of the order, guys. Calhoun at 3.2, you can make a case for it, too. Yeah, uh, but not bad. yeah, but no one likes either of these pitchers. Nobody likes them. And then Eric no. Lauer and Brandon McKay finally in this full slate. Whew, this is I'm I'm tired. I need man, man this of, has been a long, long a lot one. Of big huh. pitchers too. And I'm gonna fade this one too. Uh, just just because I don't love 
the Rays offense. And, you know, I like McKay enough that he gives me a little bit of pause with San Diego. So look, I think we've hit it all. I think we've hit everything, all the major notes today. So give me from a wagering aspect what it is you're looking for tonight. So let's start right up at the bottom there. I like the under in that Padres and Rays. I'm fe- I feel you. I don't like uh, much of the offense. The Padres do hit lefties pretty well, but I, I we'll get the under there. We didn't get it last night. It was close one run. We'll get the under there today. Like the over in LA and Pittsburgh. I think if you're playing the late slate, this is a sneaky game to attack. Um, because as I said, I don't like runs in Tampa Bay or San Diego, and I don't really like runs in San Fran and Oakland. So you're going to have to try to go to this game for some offense. I think LA Pittsburgh could get over. I'm going to take Arizona. I'm going to go with Zach Allen and Arizona on the road. Um, I'm going to take them. They're road dogs plus one Oh five. They can get that done against the Rockies. They're on the same team. Cardinals by two, Astros by two, the under between the Braves and the Mets, the over between Milwaukee and Minnesota. I'm just going to stay away from Seattle and Detroit, but we should, you know, Detroit should be able to get that, you know, a win there with Boyd on the hill. But I just stay away from two teams when they're brutal and they play each other. The Dodgers by two. Um, Let's go with some runs again in Toronto. Why not? Let's just at least take their team total. If it's three and a half guys, I think you can jump on that. That's nothing for this team lately the under in Boston and Cleveland that's at nine right now between Chris Sale and Mike Clevenger it it just got to nine yesterday with two worst pitchers on the hill the Yankees are minus 309 again I've said this before they've been rolling if you if you've been betting them you've been winning you take a shot and you pick them by a couple runs you get some value there and then um, you know I'll probably say clear of those first two games some weather wise but I do like the Cubs over the Phillies with Quintana on the hill All right, so it's time to call our shot. I'll go first tonight, and I love my boy Eddie Rosario tonight in in Milwaukee. Look, it's a great opportunity for him. He had two doubles uh, yesterday, just like, or excuse me, on Sunday. So, look, he's starting to heat up a little bit. That's what we want, and we're looking for Eddie Rosario to be that guy. And uh, at 3410 on FanDuel, I love the price, too. I think that's what's so intriguing, too. You're basically getting a gimme. Now, no Nelson Cruz in the lineup because of the no DH in the National League Park, but at the same time, I still think he can get it done tonight. He doesn't need all that line of protection all the time. And I think tonight's the spot with Chase Anderson on the hill where it's going to be a big positive. So give me Eddie Rosario. Give me him going yard. Who's your pick tonight, Chris Meany? Yeah, I, we're on the same page here. I was going to go to Milwaukee as well, um, but I will stay with I'll stay with the Twins. I'm going to go with Miguel Sano. I, I love Ms. Miguel nice. Sano's price on Fanduel. Let's go back 3-1. to back. We yeah, let's do it. Go back to hey, back. Let's that, do that. That would be. I think we would deserve a bonus point if that happened. I think we do deserve a bonus. I think point, I'm reaching for bonus points. Perhaps I think but... we should reach for bonus points. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. What a, what a crazy slate tonight. And you got the weather in there. It's going to be yeah. certainly a, a fun one. Make sure you, uh, got to get the app a, guys. This is the night to have the app. Is, look, look, if you haven't done it yet, this is it. Get that line yeah. star app because you're going to need the optimizer and try to get your couple best lineups out of the optimizer before you even go into any of these sites to, to play. That's what you want to do. So go and download lines our app right now and also subscribe to this podcast and the pre-snap as well over there on iTunes and everywhere else you can listen to podcasts. So make sure you get on that. There's nothing left for me and Chris Meany to do, except remind you that you need to follow us on the Twitter machine at line star app at line star MLB at line star NFL at Joe Pisa PS 17 at Chris Meany at everywhere. Okay. So that's all this <laughs> stuff. Let's step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.